More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Going Green. Dylan Welch here, the host, and I'm really excited uh, for this episode today. We've got a really cool guest who's doing exciting things. Um, we've had a chance to talk a little bit about what he's working on, and um, it's super fascinating, just kind of the, the technology he's implementing in the solar and the tech space. So, Tosh Dutt, thanks for being here. Tosh uh, is the co-founder of ChargeNet Stations. And um, yeah, thanks for taking some time out of your day to be here with us. Thanks, Dylan, for that wonderful introduction. And uh, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be on Going Green. So let's dive right into it. Um, let everyone know kind of what ChargeNet Stations is and what you're working on. Yeah, so ChargeNet is using consumer data and energy data to help charge EVs faster and cheaper. And the thing that makes this a bit different is, one, the consumer data that we're using. And two, that we believe that the charging networks that are, people are going to be using in the future have to be located in areas where it integrates into their lives. And, you know, if you look at not just passenger electric vehicles, but fleet electric vehicles and, and, and uh, commercial electric vehicles, they're going to be traveling up and down, you know, these major transit routes and highways and freeways. And, and the one thing that you see uh, at any off ramp or on ramp is um, fast food and, uh, and um, in gas stations. And we believe that fast food restaurants and, you know, fast casual restaurants, restaurants in general have the perfect opportunity to, to, to host you know, charging stations. And we also believe that, uh, you know, it's, it's implausible that fast charging electric vehicles isn't going to exist without um, solar and batteries and renewable energy. Um, you know, if you look at a lot of the issues that we're having around climate change and our utilities trying to keep us safe from, you know, a lot of uh, um, natural events that we've been experiencing, they are struggling to figure out how to supply enough energy to us in a safe manner. That way, it's going to be a challenge for them to supply energy for all these EVs that are coming on the roads. Um, and so we need to be able to help them with that. And so that's what we're focused on is building this ecosystem around, you know, fast food restaurants, around the way that you or I would use an electric vehicle and, and, and need to charge them. Got it. That's super cool. So to kind of help me understand because I'm not the tech guy. Um, when I go on a road trip, you drive for hours and hours and hours, and you only really stop either to get food or to fill up your gas tank at a gas station. So what you're saying is you're kind of creating these charging stations where there's these fast food restaurants. And then basically what can happen is, you know, if you have an electric vehicle, obviously more and more electric vehicles are coming on the road. They're gonna need to charge themselves as they're driving on these long stretches they can stop at a fast food station, which is kind of partnered with ChargeNet, get some food and charge their car, 
and drawing power from solar. Is that kind of what? It yeah, all that's that's exactly <laughs> it. So you know, it's the convenience of convenience, right? Uh, it's it's going somewhere where you can you know refuel, get a bite to eat, uh, and you know get back on the road. And you know, fast charging is 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 meant to be convenient. It should be as convenient as getting gas. And so that's one of the things that we focused on is making charging as convenient as getting gas without, uh, you know, w without the inconvenience of, of having to do it the same way. You know, I know for me as an EV owner, I go to a lot of charging stations and one, I'm waiting in line and two, uh, you know, there's really nothing to do while I'm there. And, you know, having the ability to do something and be productive uh, is, is really important. And I think there's a lot of value in that and being able to, you know, provide um, EV owners and people that are that are looking to buy an EV, the, the platform to be able to do that. You know, one thing is that that's happening is a lot of EVs with lower price points are starting to come into the market. I think, you know, they're going to be 22 new EVs with less than a $40,000 price tag that are that are going to be released in the in the next uh, year. And, you know, I, I've lived in apartments for a lot of my life. And, you know, I, I, I think at that point I'd wanted to own an EV and, and it just wasn't practical. And so having that infrastructure available and the opportunity to to go charge, you know, maybe when I'm going on my way to work and get a breakfast burrito and, and you know, get what I need to so that I can get to work and, and drive around as much as I need to during the day it would be great. And so we believe that we have this, you know, this really golden opportunity to, to do that and, and, and give, you know, make EV charging a lot more accessible to everyone. Yeah, no, that's, it's so smart what you're doing because I remember, you know, five, 10 years ago and even still kind of this to this day, setting up a, a nationwide, you know, infrastructure for electric vehicles takes a lot of work. Um, there already is that infrastructure with uh, gasoline powered cars and we're getting there with electric vehicles, but it's still, you know, I remember even a couple of years ago, like it was hard to get across the country by, you know, by an electric vehicle. Now you can. Um, and with, you know, with traveling on the highway, you see gas stations and fast food restaurants are basically hand in hand. So if you can add in that electrical vehicle or electric vehicle charging station, you're pretty much filling in those gaps in the infrastructure right away with something that's already built in there, which is the fast food restaurants. Right. Um, and then you're also helping the fast food restaurants because people are automatically going to have to come to them, sit in their car for a little bit while their phone charges. Chances are, you know, they're hungry or they can coordinate those stops at breakfast time, at lunchtime, at dinner time with the charging of their car. And, um, I don't have an electric vehicle, but my dad does. And I always talk to him every day about it. He loves it. And uh, that's something that he mentioned is, you know, he'll have to go find somewhere to charge his car and he'll have, you know, sometimes 20, 30 minutes of sort of hanging out and he'll plan his day around, you know, being able to charge his car and do something at the same time. Uh -huh. So I can totally see this all coming together. Um, what are kind of like the next steps for ChargeNet to start well, well, where are you right now in terms of where the business is? And then where do you kind of see it going in a couple of years? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just going back to something you said real quick, and then I'll, and then I'll answer that question. Uh, 
there are a lot of companies that have done a good job building that infrastructure, but it's clearly not enough. I mean, it, the the growth rate of EV adoption, especially here, you know, in California, um, is 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 constantly you know accelerating, and with you know Governor Newsom's uh, announcement that you know the sale of uh, gas vehicles is going to be banned by 2035. There's a lot of responsibility that places on our industry to help make sure that happens or get to it as quickly as we can. So, um, you know, that's kind of leading into your question now is that's what we're focused on is how do we get from here to 2035 and how, you know, what are the points in between? So for us, it's, it's, you know, we've created a dynamic software platform that integrates all these technologies together uh, to be able to operate, you know, fast chargers um, and also provide opportunity to support the grid um, in, in, a, in a very unique way where, you know, we're able to, to maximize value. And, and what that means is we can provide EV drivers with the cheapest amount of, you know, cost for charging their vehicles and and also provide an opportunity to sell energy to the utilities when they need it the most or not use their energy when they don't want us to so the other benefit too is you know going back to the to restaurants they're looking for ways to to evolve their business models i mean if you look at the pandemic and the effect that it's had on them it's been it's been really you know difficult for them to survive and you know a lot of restaurants that we know and love are are you know have declared bankruptcy or you know they're 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 on their last legs and and have have shut their doors um this gives them an opportunity to enhance their business model and drive traffic to their locations and have a shared customer that they wouldn't have had otherwise so you know, the, the business model that we're creating gives them, uh, you know, an added benefit to support their growth for the future in a, in a post-pandemic world too as well. So where you can now drive up to an EV charger, order your food, have it delivered to you or go pick it up in the window and they don't have to, you know, um, uh, slow down their, their, their operation because now you have a bunch of people waiting in line six feet apart or, you know, their customers aren't risking their health, like having to go into a building to pick up their food. So, you know, we're able to solve a multitude of different problems um, with the, the, the solution that we're providing. In terms of like what we're doing next is, you know, we're, we're a startup. Um, we're raising capital to, to, you know, be able to scale up and, and, and do more. We just signed agreements for their first location. We're building it in in San Diego um, with a with a um, Mexican fast food uh, chain, and that's uh, that's all say right there. Um, and you know, it's great because we'll be able to demonstrate you know how um, how our business model works, and you know how these technologies interact with each other to to do the things that that we say that they can do. Um, and what's great about those technologies is, you know, solar batteries, EV charging, they, they all stand very well on their own. Um, and, you know, when you combine them, though, there's this really great net effect that happens and, and this magic that happens where you can, you can now address a multitude of different problems and stack revenue streams together and, and you know, give it a, 
give it an added layer of profitability that each of those wouldn't have on their own. Um, so, you know, we're excited to, to start, you know, putting these in the ground and you know, we really want to partner with, with restaurants, particularly fast food restaurants that are in close proximity to, to highways, um, you know, and, 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 and give them that opportunity to, to help them monetize their parking lots. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations on uh, the first space as a fellow San Diegan and lover of Mexican food. Um, it's exciting to hear. Yeah. Yeah, we're really excited. You know, it's it's a it's it's a risk. Anything trying something new is a risk, right? But, you know, if you look at sort of the 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 desperation that some some of the restaurant industries is is having with trying to figure out ways, you know, like using two drive-throughs versus one or just having curbside, you know, it's this this is an opportunity to to um to to move things forward. Yeah, it's it's a um a huge selling point for for these restaurants to have to offer this service. And then like you said, you know, combining the um we just released an article recently on Going Green, kind of about the combination of the solar plus the battery plus the electric vehicle. I mean, it totally changes up how we're, you know, utilizing transportation systems and infrastructure. So it's really cool that you're also implementing that into it too. Um, how, like, what, what is your background and how did this idea kind of come to fruition and what's that path been like? Yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey. Um, I started my career in clean tech about twelve years ago, and then before that, I was in the semiconductor business for a bit. And uh, um, you know, I I I met my wife, and we'd moved to Hawaii. And there's no high tech in Hawaii, and and uh, but there's a lot of clean tech. And and the great thing about Hawaii is it's it's a wonderful place for clean tech incubation. And so I had the opportunity to work some really cutting edge. Uh, clean tech startups that were doing some pretty amazing things in the space. Um, and, you know, granted, things you got to try things out to figure out if they work or not, right? And mm -hmm. some of the things didn't work and some of the things worked really well. Um, but, you know, my, my background uh, has allowed me to um, see a lot of different sides of the business from, you know, the sales and business development side to the finance side to the the, you know, the putting things in the ground side um, and, uh, and, you know, building, building, uh, building market side. So, um, you know, the way this idea came together was, you know, one of the companies that I'd worked with previously made some pretty large acquisitions in, in, you know, energy storage and, and, um, you know, grid services programs and in EV charging. And one of the things that I thought would happen with that was that they would all kind of intersect at a certain point. And that really never happened. And, you know, that kind of sparked the idea of like, well, what if they did intersect together? What would that look like? And then I looked at it from kind of a broader 30,000 foot perspective of like, well, what are the ways that we can fight climate change, the major contributors to climate change um, in a way where they all kind of intersect at the same place? And, you know, and, and what does that look like? And so the one place that where, you know, where all the major contributors to climate change intersect uh, with them being, you know, animal-based food products, um, uh, internal combustion engines and fossil generation is, you know, quick serve restaurants. And if you look at the technologies that are available to, to combat that, um, there are ways to incentivize, you know, um, more animal, you know, less animal-based products. 
um, you know, we're displacing uh, um, EV uh, gasoline with with EV charging and and uh, fossil generation with renewable energy. And you know, we also wanted to look at you know how do we provide value to all the stakeholders that are involved. What is what value does the EV driver get out of it, right? What is what value does the restaurant owner get out of it, the property owner, and the utility? And what's great is that the software platform that we built is able to transact and extract the most value out of you know all those things, all the technology to 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 pass that on to all those different stakeholders. Yeah, that's that's super cool. I mean, um, I'm a huge believer in you know entrepreneurs like yourself really pushing things forward, you know, and kind of seeing what um, the general consumer needs and then providing those solutions. I also think it's really smart um, to partner with, you know, these, these fast food restaurants because they know that they need to be more sustainable too. I mean, if you look at Burger King introducing the impossible burger, like I, I hadn't been to Burger King in years. And then I hear that they're doing that. And I'm like, Oh, I'll stop by and try that. Um, so there, you're seeing these huge businesses with um, massive supply chains and huge, you know, effects on the uh, the environment and the economy, making strides to be more sustainable with their food, with their packaging, um, with the transportation of their goods. So to add this other element, and it's a, a selling point for them, you can definitely see that really picking up. That's really interesting to hear. And it sounds like with your background. You know, as an entrepreneur, you have to have your hands in so many different parts of the business. Uh -huh. um, it's not just, you know, the technology side, it's the management side, the R&D side, the marketing side. Um, so it sounds like you kind of had all that experience, like a perfect storm for this to all um, come together. What, uh, like, what can, you know, the listeners and the viewers of Going Green do to just follow your journey and um, follow you and support ChargeNet in any way they can? Yeah, well, you know, thanks for that. And, and it's, you know, the, the universe has been very kind to me with, with letting me have that, that experience to, to get here. And it's been a journey for sure getting here. Um, uh, you know, the other thing too is uh, going back to what you said, um, we're creating this green halo effect for fast food restaurants. And a lot of fast food restaurants have done a great job at, you know, taking that risk and, you know, uh, investing in, plant-based uh, uh, items and, and materials and, and, and ingredients. And it's great to see that those are selling really well. By virtue of kind of the technologies that we're integrating, we're able to create this green halo effect. And, and basically what that is, is when you label something eco-friendly, it, it gives people the perception that it's automatically better, that it tastes better, that it's of better quality. And so by having, you know, the, giving people the perception or, or, you know, the idea that they're charging their electric vehicle from solar, you know, we're able to do that also for these, you know, fast food restaurants that are, that are, you know, taking the risk of putting this infrastructure in, 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 in their parking lots. So, you know, we're, we're excited to partner with them and, and to pass that on to them and, and to really show them and be a, you know, be a, um, a, a lightning rod for, for them to you know do more uh, and be more green. Um, in terms of following our journey, uh, you know we um, we have a website. It's uh, www.chargenetstations.com. Um, we're constantly posting updates of our, our journey. Um, we're part of the Los Angeles Clean Tech Incubator too, as well. 
And, uh, you know, we're very involved with that and in being networked with, um, with uh, uh, other clean tech companies in the space and, and, and partners too as well. Um, we're also part of the Brinkett University of San Diego. And uh, for startup, uh, startup Month, for San Diego Startup Month, um, ChargeNet was selected as one of the 10 finalists to pitch at investors, uh, sorry, inventors and investors, uh, October 9th from 4 to 6 p.m. So uh, if you want to, if you want to watch this, watch a pitch and know more, um, you can enjoy our, our, our two and a half minute uh, a piece on ChargeNet and what we're doing. Um, tune in for that, and uh, you know we're, we're, you know we're 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 trying to market ourselves uh, as best we can with the opportunities that we have, and there'll be some press releases with uh, some of the some of the. Um, the restaurant groups that we're partnering with and, and, you know, announcing some um, exciting uh, projects that we're working with them on. So um, yeah, we, you know, that's, that's the best way to keep track of us. And um, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we're just sort of scratching the surface on what you're doing and um, we're still at a very early phase in the company of what you're doing too. So it's yeah. exciting to, you know, have the opportunity to talk to you now and, um, whatever, you know, Going Green can do to share your story and your vision with our audience um, obviously will help there. So if you're watching and listening, stay tuned. We'll, we'll try to keep you updated and help out as much as we can. And be sure to, you know, support them and follow their journey. Um, Tasha, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come on the show. Good luck at uh, San Diego Startup Month. We'll be sure to tune in there. I'll, um, I'll try to link in a link for that in either the show notes or on Going Green so people can tune in there. And, um, and again, we'll have to have you on the show in the future. And you know, I'm sure even six months, a year from now, there's going to be really big things happening with yeah. you and with ChargeNet Station. So it's exciting to hear what led up to this point and um, follow as you guys continue to make you know, strides in this amazing space. Yeah, thank you so much, Dylan. This is a, an amazing opportunity experience. And you know, really appreciate uh, going green support, and definitely excited to update you guys. You know, in 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 six months or a year, and where we're at, and 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 what we're doing, and really appreciate your listeners to 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 listen in and and uh, and support us on our journey. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, and thank you to everyone who tuned in. Um, really cool episode today. We love just seeing how you know technology meets sustainability, and and combining with a really interesting, unique um, business model too is always fascinating to hear. So stay tuned. We always try to bring you the best CEOs, entrepreneurs, influencers in the green tech sustainable space and um, give you some action items and some you know points that you can take away and apply to your life as well. So appreciate it. And we will see you on the next episode of Going Green.